everybody. You're listening to the M&P Podcast with your hosts, Doyle. Doyle Rule. And Jeff. My name is Jeff. All right. All right. I see green now. Very good. Is this seven? Episode seven? Um, let me fact check you on that one. I'm just going to go with it. You know? Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode <laughs> seven of the M&P Podcast. This is your host, Jeff Doyle's here with me. How's everyone doing? <laughs> just checking in on you. <laughs> Did you like my Drew radio voice? Yeah. I saw Papsky last night. Bit of him rubbed off on me. Is that all that rubbed off on you? Yeah, luckily he had a date, so he left. It's probably a <laughs> date with a ham sandwich, though. <laughs> that guy's fat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was like, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in like seven weeks because we don't do yeah. the podcast anymore. So, like, I don't have the pleasure of seeing him via Skype or Zoom. Uh, at least once a week anymore. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a bit either. This guy. Yeah, he said you're basically a ghost now. He doesn't. He doesn't even know if you're still alive. Yeah, well, he doesn't. He doesn't text me or talk to me. So. Well, it's because he's too busy with his budding comedy career to do a podcast with his friends. <laughs> so you know, you, you you know the old story: guy hits it big, telling fart jokes, and then he has to bail on everybody who got him there. Sounds like a tale as old as time. <laughs> uh, well, I was trying to get him to come on the podcast today, but of course he was doing something. Because I was like, we got so much to talk about because it's been All-Star Week. And if you weren't aware, Kevin Hayes was at the All-Star Game for the Flyers, and uh, that was about it. That's all I've kept up with. Yeah, did you watch any of the skills competition? I came home from the bar on, was the skills competition Friday? Right. Correct. Yes. I came home from the bar Friday and saw that uh, like the golf was on. They were like on. I think the seventeenth hole TPC. Okay. Um, trying to get like pucks to the green. So that I saw that. Yeah, I didn't then, watch any of it. Yeah, I was gonna. That's it. That's all I saw. I just watched this morning to see the accuracy shooting thing because I knew Kevin Hayes was in that. Not and great. And he I did not make it past the first round. No, and Nick Suzuki won the golf thing. And I think his prize was like a year of free Chipotle. Um, oh, but yeah, there man. is no Chipotle in Canada, apparently. So that's a great job, Gary. So he can do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Bettman um, believes that nothing's wrong with the NHL. I saw a lot of people angry about that as well. Oh, yeah. We could talk about the viewership uh, and how it's down big time. Well, yeah. It makes sense because you, like, <laughs> they got a new TV contract and somehow <laughs> fucked it up. They're getting less people than when they were on an obscure cable channel. pulling Jeff hard in the heartstrings. It's just like, you, you got more people on NBC Sports, right? And everybody was like, they don't even prioritize hockey. They're worried about the Premier League. Yeah. So then the NHL game. goes out and gets their Disney contract with ABC. There's like one game on ABC. They put 17,000 games on ESPN Plus, and nobody can fucking watch it because you have to subscribe to it. Yeah, exactly. And for Flyers fans who are watching the team as they're ter uh, terrible this year, why would we pay for a subscription to a streaming service for a game that nobody really wants to watch? I canceled my ESPN+. Plus. I got it when the deal was announced. I was like, I'm going to watch so many hockey games. This is going to be amazing. I watched like three. One of them was a Flyers game, and I was like, this isn't worth having anymore. And then why this year... It's just been like, I'd sit down and I'm like, well, oh, Flyers are on tonight. And then I go like Flyers into the remote and then they're like, log into ESPN Plus. And I was like, well, not watching that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so much easier to just illegally stream it than we would try never to, condone try to get that. access to the, the, the streaming services that they provide. We would never condone illegally streaming, but I'm pretty sure that there are certain fans in certain local markets that like can't even watch games on TV. Well, they do because blackout. They're... Yeah, they like have like local blackouts a lot. Yeah, I saw a lot of Minnesota fans were upset that they live like four miles away from the XL Center, but they can't get the games on TV. <laughs> yeah, like baseball does the same thing with local blackouts. It's insane. You know what? So baseball and MLS just signed that streaming deal with uh, Apple TV. And like what they're going to like, they put a bunch of stuff behind a paywall, but they're also giving you like a bunch of free games a year where you just like pop into Apple TV and it's just, it's just like a TV channel. Okay. 
So, I mean, they did it with baseball this year. I think they broadcast one of the playoff games, like one of the Phillies playoff games through Apple TV, too. But, like, that's what the NHL needs to do. Like, encourage people to watch. Because by <laughs> sticking it behind ESPN Plus and making people pay whatever, $8 to sign up a month, no one's going to do it. Yeah, and ESPN Plus is what? Just, like, UFC, some hockey. I think it's a bunch of sports. Is it? Like, right? I, only I think it's, really like, everything from ESPN. I really only ever hear them advertise for. I mean, obviously, I only pay attention to hockey, but right. like, I and MMA, I'm gonna follow a little bit, but like, I always hear you know ads for that in hockey. But then like you know every other sport, especially like basketball, like who's watching basketball on ESPN Plus? I'm pretty sure like unless you're trying to get like a crazy game that's like you know across the country or something that's not on TV. Like usually they're really good at putting the the teams that everybody wants to watch on TV. The marquee matchups. Yeah. It's not like, oh, welcome everybody to ESPN Hockey Night. You're going to see the Red Wings versus the Sharks in the battle of no one cares. Yeah. That was like last year. ESPN had the Flyers on like the national game and it was like against the Bruins. And it was like well past the like time where, uh, you know, they were already basically out of it for the season. It's like, we have a marquee matchup tonight with the <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers and the Boston Bruins. Here's the pregame what to watch. It's like, we just hope the Flyers are competitive tonight. <laughs> we hope the Flyers try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they're, it makes sense that numbers are down. And also, I well, feel Well, they like also this... start, like, every game at the same time, too. So you can't, like... Yeah. Where like, they're like, we have 37 games tonight. And they're like, there's not even that many teams in the league. What are you doing? <laughs> like, they all start at seven. <laughs> Good luck. They're all going to go to intermission at the same time, so we yeah. can't even throw to another one. When, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, and then there's like a lot of people were complaining that like if the salary cap was different, um, there'd be like bigger trades and it would boost interest and teams would do better. And then you would get more people watching and then it wouldn't matter that they have a stupid streaming deal. Well, it's kind of, then everybody would relate relates it to like baseball because baseball has like the luxury tax and you have like teams like, you know, the Phillies, obviously the freaking Yankees every year, the, the Red Sox the Dodgers, they all like spend into the luxury tax because they're trying to like build a, a winner. And then you have like some owners in MLB, like for the, uh, the pirates like they just like don't do anything and then people are like well that's the owner like you gotta like the, get an owner that's not going to be cheap then like i don't know what to tell you they just need to we talked about this before but they just need to not i don't know, get rid of the salary cap maybe not but they need to do what like the nba does where if it's homegrown talent like your max contracts don't count against like the salary cap, or it counts less. I forget how it is. Yeah, I forget how that works. But yeah, I mean, that would be cool if they did something like that. But I would it encourages be open drafting. to the, the the luxury tax idea. But then you have like, you know, the <laughs> the Coyotes are like run by the NHL basically, and they're like barely above water to begin with. Add in that they're playing in a, a five thousand seat stadium. Yeah, and which is sold out ask... every night though. You're going to ask them to, uh, let's cut into some of your profit from those 5,000 seats to sign some marquee players. Yeah, it's the only time they'll ever be profitable. Maybe they'll get Austin Matthews who'll come home. That's the rumor, right? Yeah. And they're going to they're gonna get Bedard in the draft, and then Matthews is going to sign their perennial, all, the perennial playoff team right after that. Yep. Win the offseason. You know who lost the offseason? It was flat Flyers fans lost the off season because uh, if you have well, just spitting chicklets, right? Kevin Hayes talking to uh, talking to the Bros, and he said he was almost positive that Johnny Hockey was going to end up in Philly, and he also implies that Johnny Hockey was very positive he was going. Oh my to end god, up in Philly! So I've seen All this right, tweet. I haven't yeah, heard let's the make video. Ourselves, let's make ourselves sad. Yeah, all right. Hopefully I set up the sound correctly so you can hear this. If not, oh, boy. I mean, John, was a guy I thought he was going to be a flyer this year. Was that, yeah. like, going into the summer? Were you thinking that at all? Or? Yeah, we, we definitely, we both thought it was going to happen. Um, salary cap issues, injuries. Um, I'm sure every team wanted yeah. Johnny on their team, but 
uh, when money had to be laid on the table, only a few teams could have did it. That's what happens, part of the biz. I I, I heard him in some interviews today just how excited he is to, you know, hopefully play with you, and I I hope you guys play together. It'll be electric. John is a guy. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's a rough one. Dude, you can tell, like, how sad he was that that didn't happen. That's really rough. You know, salary cap issues. Yeah. Also, surprising cameo from Keith Yandel. Uh, yeah. I wonder. I wonder how many besides me have Keith Yandel Flyers jerseys. Probably not a lot. I bet, Maybe I bet like Keith one in even... like one in twenty thousand people. I bet Keith Yandel didn't even keep his Flyers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> he probably just gave it to me. <laughs> No, that's about. I mean, those were like the rumors, right? The all summer, the Johnny Hockey was expecting to come here, and everybody was like, "Well, you know, it's like nobody really confirmed it." Oh, well, Kevin Hayes just confirmed it. Bad yeah, news, Bears, Kevin guys. Hayes confirmed it. Johnny Hockey confirmed it. You have one that's, person blame. It's Chuck Fletcher. Yeah, and like they could have made the money work. They could have traded somebody. I bet. I don't know that guy who replied to our tweet from last week explained how the salary cap works. Flyers could have went over. Yeah. They could have they could have went over the ten percent threshold. Just really, especially depressing. like you know, if Ryan Ellis is never going to play again, like why? Like that's like a thing where it's like that needs to be figured out in the salary cap. Like why do you have to keep jumping hoops through? Like we get it, your your money's guaranteed, but this dude's literally never going to play again. Like there has to be some sort of out clause here. Yeah, well, I mean, look, they came down really hard. It was a Holmgren who was front loading all the contracts. Yeah. stretching them out over like 14 years. The NHL was like, absolutely not. <laughs> no more of this. We saw what you did with Chris Bronger. Yeah, cut that shit out. So you think <laughs> you think that they would react faster, but no, they just keep letting this go. Like the long-term IR cap circumvention has been going on forever. Yeah, the, and the Flyers were yeah the first people apparently to do that where they were just like, all right, we're just going to stash some guys in LTIR. Yeah, well, Mike Ratchie in his back, Darian Hatcher in his knees. Yeah. Oh, Darian Hatcher. I, I liked him as a flyer, even though he was cooked at that point. Well, yeah. They they went out and signed both of those guys, and they were like, oh, big body defensemen. And then those the two like, and Forsberg all in the same uh, year. Yeah, and then the league was like, we're going to do a lockout and completely change the entire game. Yeah, no more clutching grabbing. And then it's like, yeah. well, our defense stinks. Darian Hatcher <laughs> was like, well, uh, time to get knee surgery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh... So, yeah, that's rough. That's really disappointing to find out that everybody expected Johnny Hockey to be here, including Johnny Hockey. Well, it is, like, a bummer, too, because it's, like, you know, I mean, we kind of knew that, like, if the Flyers sign Johnny Hockey this offseason, it's not going to move the needle of, like, how much better the team would be. Like, I'm sure they'd be, like, a little bit better than they are right now, maybe, like, five points-ish ahead in the standings, but... Like, there's so many other problems on this team that, like, he would not be the sole thing that they need to, like, get into, like, you know, a huge contention status. It's like, selfishly, I would have liked Johnny Hockey because the Flyers would have been fun to watch and he's fun to watch. Yeah, it would have made it interesting to watch instead of the hate watching most people are doing now. So, I mean, they're fun to watch just because they, like, you know, they're way more competitive than they were. But having Johnny Hockey be like, okay, this is someone that we can build around for the next couple of years and can hopefully convince people to come here. Yeah. Well, now he's in Columbus. Maybe they'll yeah. trade for him. Yeah. Contract's already signed, so they can just don't have to negotiate the money anymore. Yeah, speaking um, of trades, we're coming up to the trade deadline in the next like three or four weeks, Jeff. Right. I think the trade deadline is March 3rd. I believe so. And so uh, what you're saying basically that JBR's final days as a flyer are numbered? Yeah, we know the obvious choices, such as JBR and Justin Braun. Now, there's been speculation that, uh, and nobody can confirm, obviously, but the speculation is also that the flyers are trying to gauge interest in Tony D. Oh. Well, that would be surprising. And one of the things that have come up have been trading him to, and this is just like people spitballing. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but the idea of it is interesting, is you trade Tony D to the Wild because they're looking for term 
and a defenseman because they have their own cap issues for Matt Dumba. Ah, Dumbutt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would be a, certainly a trade. I don't know if it's a good trade, but it would certainly be a trade. I don't know if it's good either, but at least you get some cap relief because Dumba's on an expiring contract. Uh, well, Tony's only signed for one more year after this, so how much term are they looking for? I don't know. Right? So Tony signed a two-year deal. He did. So maybe you uh... you could trade them one for one. I don't know how that really works in your favor if you're just looking for cap space. Or you eat some salary for the next year and get some sort of draft capital in return. This is the thing. is The Flyers need to get creative in the trade market, and we do not have the GM to be creative. No, you really don't. Yeah, you need, like, some artist fired up the kiln and makes a very decorative pot out of clay. And then there's Chuck Fletcher just, like, punching the pile. (laughs) Why won't you work? (laughs) Yeah, he's just spinning the fucking clay all over the room. Yeah, he's just flinging it around waiting for his ghost moment. (laughs) I'm playing Unchained Melody. Why is no one hugging me? (laughs) Danny Briere finally enters the room and grabs sweet, his hands. Sweet little elf boy. <laughs> Tra- traipses in. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, like so- that's that's the problem is like, you know, you've seen other teams and their GMs get creative with trades and make it work to get them some sort of flexibility or some sort of asset in return. And we just have Chuck Fletcher who keeps kicking the can down the road and blaming it on two players that are injured and may never ever play again. Yeah, and I saw right before the All-Star break, when, they were playing the Wild, actually, where they got in all those fights. Um, Zach McEwen broke his jaw. Yeah. Just had jaw surgery, so now he's out, so he's probably not going to get traded. Yeah, that's so, a bummer. That would have at least got you back some draft picks, hopefully. Yeah, even if they were like bottom bottom round draft picks. Yeah, and supposedly a deep draft. I feel like the top 10 are supposed to be NHL ready, and then the rest are just going to be good. Yeah. But it's a real bummer that the uh, – you got you to gotta think JVR is – JVR for sure. Contract's expiring. He's still putting up numbers with uh, Frost and what's the other one? Uh, Tippett. Oh, and Tippett. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't really know. It would be, I mean, and then you think, like, anything that's involved with, like, all the Kevin Hayes speculation about moving him and his contract and eating salary probably won't happen until the offseason. Same thing with, like, Ivan Provorov. Hmm. I mean, I'm confused at what they would do to replace Provorov. But I also think that he needs to be traded. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Yeah, know, so man. it's it all seems... just Chuck Fletcher does not need to be the person that's making these decisions. And we it might as well be us making the decisions. Yeah, and I mean honestly, everybody is like super on on Danny Briere becoming the guy, but like <laughs> I would like somebody who has a track record and knows what he's doing. Or knows what she's doing. Or that Everybody who is a senior advisor just gets kicked out of the building and is told to never return again. Well, Ron Hextall tried that once, and you see how it ended up. <laughs> he almost had it. They're, he they're was like, no more, the... <laughs> no more, no All more wings, no more back. pizza. Bobby Clark, oh. stay in Florida. Remember when the first game after Hextall was fired, they they did like a, a shot in the locker room and it was just Stolarz eating wings. Yeah, Stolarz and Ghost <laughs> eating wings and pizza. What a dickhead. Uh, so, I don't know. There's not a lot of Flyers news. There's The All-Star game was, I don't even know who won. I was trying to figure it out on Twitter like while we've been doing this. And, <laughs> like, I have no idea. I saw that the it definitely wasn't the Metropolitan. Um, they got beat by the Atlantic Division like ten six, and then that's all I know. Yeah, I don't. Uh, there's like a, a met like a, an all star hashtag. The, the NHL is trending on Twitter, and like I'm trying to figure it out. And it's just like videos of Fallout Boy playing. The Atlantic Division won. Oh, okay. 
They won over the Central seven to five. I saw uh, they apparently yesterday they had like some outdoor hockey experience thing they had to cancel because it was raining. <laughs> so they they tweeted out at like nine a.m. They were like, "We're in contact with the weather people. We're going to push back the opening to twelve. We'll have like an announcement at that point." And then twelve came and went, and then there was no announcement. And I think it was at like twelve fifteen. They were like, "Everything's canceled. It's too dangerous outside. Sorry." And everyone's like, "Fucking NHL, <laughs> stepping on their own feet." Bunch it's of idiots. Like, yeah, just like Lake Tahoe all over again. Uh, it was like, it's too sunny out. We never expected it to be this sunny in the middle of winter in Lake Tahoe. We to, have to postpone the game because be the ice is melting. Yeah, when you're outside, who expects there to be sun? <laughs> so, yeah, they canceled the whole thing. And then another interesting thing I saw just scrolling through Twitter right now is that a one Sidney Crosby. See this? Hear about this? He, uh, said they he wants to go back to the one to eight playoff format because it's better it's well that's the other thing that i think <laughs> makes... is like yeah that is like killing viewership too is you don't have like the rivalries that you used to have and this the way that like this playoff format has shaken out the last few years is you have like two of the top teams in the conference play each other in the first round yeah like the leafs are getting uh, bounced in the first round yeah, and the NHL is losing so much money on a market, where they could be making so much money. Yeah, I mean, like all the big market teams also like aren't as good as they you know usually are. Like the Red Wings have been not good for a little while now. That's a big market. Chicago's the worst team in the league. That's another big market. Ooh, the Flyers Chicago. stink. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would say that's probably all contributing to those poor numbers in that I think that Gary Bettman has just run his course with the NHL. I know that they like, like the owners like him because he makes them money. Like I think the league is nearing like $6 billion in revenue. But like <laughs> you have declining numbers. Nobody seems to be happy with anything you're doing. <laughs> like When do you call it quits? Yeah, the MLS, like you just said earlier, secured a nice little TV deal, and they're like slowly creeping up like the actual relevant sports ladder. Oh, they're gonna totally pass hockey in no time. Yeah, the Apple TV deal is huge for MLS um, because it's going to air like it's the what we were talking about. Like it's one place to go to watch all the games without hassle. Yeah, the only but I looked into it because I have Apple TV because I like Ted Lasso, but uh. It's like an extra $80 a year on top of Apple TV. But it gives you, it's like all the games, and then they have like, I think each team or most of the teams did like a hard knocks kind of show or something like that. So you get access to that coverage. Yeah, the NHL should do that too. Like they did it kind of, I guess, with the Flyers that one year, but it was only aired on like NHL Network, I think. Oh, the Road to the Winter Classic or whatever. No, just like the the beginning of the season when they first hired uh, AV, they had oh, and like they went to uh, yeah they went, went across to, to like Sweden or Prague and whatever, and yeah, lost I to mean, I would uh, Lufthansa probably... or whatever their that team name is <laughs> Lucerne Butter. Um, <laughs> I probably wouldn't pay for it, but I think it would be neat for people to have that. Well, they should and just put you... that like you have a deal with ESPN. Like, why isn't ESPN putting together a series that they're airing? Like, you know once a week before the season starts or leading up to the world, like the, uh, the winter classic. I mean, even if they just took off one half hour of sports center and did NHL tonight again, yeah, one half hour of like the sixth rerun of sports center. Yeah. Like they could just do that and do NHL tonight. And even that would be like better than what they're currently doing. Like, I don't, I don't really think that they're taking advantage of this TV deal because we do a hockey podcast and I had no idea the skills competition was on Friday night. So, <laughs> I knew it was on Friday, but I had not much interest in watching. They did manage to. So, like, we were getting the NHL emails, uh, and it, they did manage to, like, everything was sponsored. Frito-Lay's puck drop. <laughs> uh, e, like, a, um, like, car rental. Honda middle ice Zamboni sweep like it, they just threw names on everything <laughs> and then they had like the digi- the digitized board ads too which everybody loves yeah I don't get according, why according to so NHL much. insider polls not not 
but they don't bother me. I don't, I don't care. It's not the thing that I'm worried about, but everybody is so, they're like, they're ruining the sanctity of the game. <laughs> what? Well, in the beginning, they were distracting because they were not done right. I mean, they still have their, their quirks, but like, I don't know. Who gives a shit? See, here's a video. You see the board ads. Yeah. Oh going through but Frederick's pants, and you can't even see some of the players on the ground. Yeah, it's whatever. It's a way to make money. <laughs> but you know what? They made well, all like, that yeah, money. Yeah, because they can't put – nobody wants ads on the jerseys, so they have to right. digitally put them on the boards. But what what is the NHL doing with all that money they're making? Not making the league better, apparently. So, you know, here we are, back to square one, where Gary yeah, Bettman probably should retire. Funneling it to the Cayman Islands. That is funny, though. His just the boards are going right through his pants. Uh, the throwback All Star jerseys are cool. I like those. Gives me NHL '95 vibes. Oh, the Eastern Western ones. Yeah, these. Yeah, those were cool. I like that. Um, so that was cool. I like the Miami Vice colors too. Yeah, I feel like they did a lot of. I did see the Twitter videos this morning of a. Uh, uh, Pasternak did Happy Gilmore in his like breakaway shootout challenge, but like it wasn't really there was no goalie, so like it wasn't really a breakaway. But how did he or, Happy Gilmore? Did he take his skate off and try and stab somebody? So he uh, he like Happy Gilmore golf swung it from the red line, and then he was like skating in, and then the puck was like close to the net. So then he had uh, Linus Allmark was there with a golf bag, and then he pulled out a putter. Oh, okay. and he tried to like put the puck in and then he had a hockey stick putter and uh yeah and then he did the happy ride in the bull after he scored see that's like fun well there was no goalie in the net so i feel like the whole point of the breakaway challenge was to beat the goalie but maybe i'm misunderstanding the whole process behind it um jack hughes i think from the He's the one that plays on the Devils, right? Quinn Hughes plays on the Canucks. He did, like, a magic thing. That was cool. But then, like, a lot of people were angry. They were like, oh, how do you get new fans if you're making references for movies that came out 20 years ago? <laughs> you're like, why do you have to be miserable about everything? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as good as Trevor Zegras's dodgeball one from last year or two years ago, whenever that happened. But it'll do. Yeah, Trevor Zegris is, you know, a personality. I feel like that's the other thing, too. Like, you know, if you give, like, more of, like, the inside, like, behind-the-game stuff or behind-the-scenes stuff, you get, like, more personality of, like, the players. Mm, I don't know if you want personality of hockey players. I feel like well, a lot of people would be upset. <laughs> Get a lot of, uh, my religion prevents me from <laughs> liking rainbows. Look, they did it before, Jeff, without any of that, so I think they could still do it. I think they, yeah, I think they asked Gary Bettman about the Provorov thing, and he just, like, sidestepped it like the master lawyer he is. <laughs> hey, what's that? Look over there. He just scatters yeah. away. <laughs> Distracts you with one hand while the other one is. Uh oh, uh oh, where's my thumb? <laughs> where's my thumb? <laughs> oh no, I got your nose. Gary, this is very condescending, but give me my nose back. <laughs> <laughs> How does he detach his thumb like that? Oh my god, he really, it really is magic. It's amazing. Uh, I don't know. Uh,. Yeah, so that's it. I think we did it, right? There's nothing going on this week. Well, the Flyers come back this week. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. I saw that. They practiced today. Uh, Sam. <laughs> no, wait. When it, when it comes out, they practice, I guess. Uh, we're recording this early. Inside baseball. But uh, <laughs> everybody needs to know that information not... will be old by the time <laughs> this comes out. It's not live. But I think Sam Carcini put out an article and it was like a Flyers come back from All-Star break, get ready for stretch run. <laughs> and all oh, the boy. comments are like, stretch run for what? 
Yeah, stretch run to as low as you can in the standings, please. Here we go. Oh, he turned off comments. Dude, Sam is the worst. Did he really? Wow. Yeah, it must have been a quote tweet that popped up in our timeline. But it looks like he turned off comments to this. Because he was probably getting savaged because he wrote prepare for stretch run. Like something good's going to happen. And they're not just going to bottom out. Maybe Couturier comes back, though, you know? Who knows? I would like him to come back, but uh, he actually did put out an article that said latest update on Sean Couturier, which, if you probably read it, says there is no update on Sean Couturier. Oh, where is it? Uh, He put out right under that. Oh, here we go. Yeah. All right, latest update on Sean Couturier, published 22 hours ago on February 4th. Sean Couturier's bacchiotomy took well. He is walking. Oh, my God. Please read that Chuck Fletcher <laughs> quote. <laughs> oh, my God. Please read that Chuck Fletcher quote. Uh, asked if he expected Couturier to return this season, Fletcher said, it depends on how he progresses. He's been progressing well. I know the surgeon is happy with the progress he's made. As you ramp up the intensity of the on- and off-ice workouts... Hopefully things continue to go as expected, and in that case, it would be great for him to come back this year and get some great games. Added Fletcher, we'll just have to see if there are things that slow down the recovery or not. That's hard to predict, but right now he's doing well. We're certainly not on a fast track with him. We do things very methodically. At the end of the day, it's about the long term and not this year. I swear to God, this offseason is just going to be the same fucking thing. It's going to be like, well, if we had Ryan Ellis and Sean Couturier last year and Cam Atkinson, this would be a playoff team. Yeah, I, f- I feel like part of his quote was, uh, let's see here. Um, Hopefully things continue to go as expected, like when he needed to get a second back surgery to fix the back surgery <laughs> that fixed the problem he was having. Yeah. He's and progressing so well that he needed a second back surgery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know the surgeon is happy. Is that surgeon number one or the surgeon who fixed surgeon number one's mistakes? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see two? So I don't know if this, if remember the Eagles and Flyers shared the same uh, health staff at one point. And, uh, and then the Eagles fired them. Yeah, so I don't know if this is around the same time. And, like, remember we looked up, like, the Flyers never changed from that staff? And I think the Flyers have had the same team, Doctor, for a while now. So there's a, a, a special teams captain from the Eagles that was on the team during the Super Bowl, Chris Maragos, who is suing the former doctors of the Eagles because they gave him shit advice when he tore his PCL. And he... Uh, it literally ended his career, basically. Hmm. And I was like, I was reading that, and I was like, wow, I wonder if the Flyers still have the same doctors that the Eagles fired because of problems like this. I mean, it would check out, right? That in my made of mind, it's the, this decision has been made up in my mind that they are the same still, and... It would it would check out. So Dorsheimer, I believe, has been the head medical physician for literal literal years. Like yeah, he was on I think part of the Eagle staff at one point, and they fired him. Yeah. So I don't know about any of these other guys, but I know Dorsheimer's been there for a while because every time we look at this, his name's always listed. Yeah. So that's probably like, not good. He's like what eighty years old now. Probably, but I feel like at the same time, uh, they're like they. The team uses like a bunch of different surgeons, I guess, wherever like the specialists are located. So like, yeah, it's not all Dorsheimer's fault that uh, Kutz's back surgery failed miserably. Ooh, but Doctor like to... Gary Dorsheimer, I don't know if you saw, he had a one star rating under there. Oh, he's got a five out of five patient rating experience. Yeah, go back to Google though. He also has a dusty mustache. Let's see. Oh boy, one star rating. Yeah, but hold on, maybe it's somebody who's like, I was getting surgery and he left a scalpel inside of me it's probably sean couturier he's like this guy fucked my back up i have to get a second surgery oh no it's literally some guy saying that he got his friend addicted to opioids oh that's great how about that well i mean not the answer we were looking for (laughs) 
he was probably like, Sean Couturier, I'll fix your back. And he just shakes a pill bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean's like, oh, no, I saw this with Mike Richards. No, 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 sir. Give me that surgery. And he's like, well, I'm going to, okay. Well, I'm not really qualified for this, so we'll get this the best go we got. End scene. That's all alleged. It never happened. Please don't sue us. <laughs> yeah, that's just really funny. Uh, I don't know. So what, like you, okay, the season picks back up. Flyers are back on the ice. What are you, in your last 38 games or whatever, what do you want to see happen? Um, Write this down, and then we'll see if, if it comes to fruition at the end of the season. I just hope that the Flyers... I hope somehow Sean Couturier uh, does play in a few games just to see if he can actually play hockey still. Um, I think as far as the team goes, uh, I just want to see the younger players to continue to develop and hopefully they finish within the top 10 of drafting and have a chance to, by God, fingers crossed, move to like the top two. Oh, heck yeah. I did see uh, somebody put up, I think it was Noah Cates' like, advanced analytics card. Yeah. And it's like super impressive. The numbers are not bad. And and everybody was like clarifying in the comments that he was normally a winger. Like they've moved him to center. Yeah, he's not normally a center. And he probably yeah. would be. And everybody he's... thinks that he would be much better to be a winger because he's very good at forechecking. Yeah, and apparently he's putting up good numbers. So, like, people around the, the nerd stats and people around the league are noticing how well he's playing, which is, like, that's cool. Yeah. So, I hope those guys kind of pick it up. And then the Flyers just, uh, I don't, like, they can't get in the middle of the pack because it's not going to help them. Yeah. Unless they figure out how to draft, which they haven't shown me, that they can pick a Claude Giroux um, Yeah, they, haven't, the they haven't had any, yeah, it's a sincere... Uh, sincere talent from, but I think later if uh, I think if they're going to fire Chuck Fletcher, I think they got to do it before the trade deadline. So I would say, I want to see uh, an active trade deadline, and that's all I'm really concerned about. <laughs> an active trade deadline, which leads off with the firing of Chuck Fletcher. Yeah, it just concerns <laughs> me. It concerns me if they keep him, and it concerns me if they fire him. Because if they keep him, then you obviously have Chuck Fletcher making the decisions. And if you fire him, you have the brain trust making the decisions. And I would don't you, feel comfortable with either. I was going to say, would you trust, like, they fire, say they fire Chuck Fletcher, and they just hire Paul Holmgren back for a day? <laughs> How would you feel about the decisions that would be made that day? <laughs> Paul Holmgren's going to spend all of his time walking into rooms with Vince McMahon's theme music playing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back, bitches. You're fired. You're fired. What is this? (laughs) I wish that you could see the video of this right now. I know, it's a lot. This is exactly how I feel Paul Holmgren would be. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be Paul Holmgren. <laughs> I'm in the Hall of Fame! I can do what I want! He just keeps pausing it, and he's just like, this is what I played when I fired Ron. <laughs> it was in that room, right? And Ron comes in, and it's just like, I, I turn on the speakers, and it's just blasting. And he's like, what is this? And I'm like, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> and Ron's like, shut up, uh, old man. And, and, and Paul's like, yeah. And then I was like, no, really, you're fired. Uh, all your stuff's boxed up outside. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I, I think that that would be a fun trade deadline. It'd be a lot of madness created from that man. Uh, if he just came in and, like, cleaned house, I think I'd be here for it. At least it's something, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, something. at least he flipped the entire trajectory of the team in one offseason. He really did. He caught a real bad rap because uh, he put them into cap heck, but then everybody forgets that they were awful, and then they made the playoffs the next year. 
Yeah. And now Chuck Fletcher just has the Flyers middling in obscurity, and everybody's like, well, it's tough with the salary cap, and we yeah. cut him a break. Yeah, meanwhile, every other team has figured out something to do with the salary cap, and Chuck Fletcher is just sitting there saying, well, you know, if we had two players that may never play again on the roster, this would be a completely <laughs> different story. Everybody else is figuring out things to do with the salary cap, and Chuck Fletcher just outbidding himself in Rasmus Ristolainen in contracts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that that happened with Andrew McDonald was only trying to get like a three-year, $3 million a year contract. And the Flyers came back with, we'll give you five years at $6 million. How do you like the sound of that? Yeah, and of course. I'm in. Let's, <laughs> I don't fault him for signing that. It's like with uh, Vinny. Like, why wouldn't Vinny LeCavier sign with the Flyers when they were throwing stupid amounts of money at him? Yeah. Like, cool. he, he, cool. you get bought out because your team doesn't want you anymore. And then another yeah, team. Yeah, because like, you're, not, you're not nearly as good as you used to be. Yeah. And then uh, uh, this other team's like, nah, we'll pay you just as much. Yeah. Okay. We'll pay just as much for five more years. How does that sound? Cool. cool. That's, that's neat. Will I be a drain on the team by the end of my contract? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We're going to sign. Yeah. Meanwhile, Craig Bruby, as soon as he becomes coach, just starts scratching him and putting him on the fourth line. Yeah. I mean, look at how that worked out for Craig Bruby. How, how ridiculous is that? Vila Cavier, who Peter Laviolette wanted, they sign him, and then four games into the season, Peter Laviolette's <laughs> fired. <laughs> yeah, they did not. Uh, they didn't give him a long leash. No. For a guy who took the team to the Stanley Cup final to get like four games into the season and then be like, ah, we're going in a different direction already. Yeah. Chuck Fletcher got like eight, ten game losing streaks, and he's still not fired. So. Yeah, yeah, because we're waiting on. There was an upswing. They went on a little streak there against the you know the bottom, bottom third of the league. Yeah, well, they didn't they win going into the break too. I feel like that was so long ago. They did, I believe. Yeah, so they you won. know, yeah, four nothing against the Jets. The Jets are good apparently. I think. I'm not really. Yeah, sure. they are. They are very good. Oh yeah, and the Flyers shut them out. How about that, huh? Yep. And now they're going to play the Islanders, who have a new look to them. Yeah, with a uh, what's his face, Bo? No, Bo. Bo. Yeah. Yes. Bo. Who Bo, who was the Canucks, <laughs> the Canucks All Star representative, but wearing an Islanders jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's such a weird <laughs> conundrum. Uh, I did. It was wild. I. I really like that the Islanders brought back the Gortons Fishermen for their uh, retro third jerseys. Yeah, I do like that too. It's such a dumb <laughs> guy trying to hawk fish sticks. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. I I always like that one though. Yeah, who didn't like the Gordon? The Gordons Fishermen was better than Lady Liberty, I think. If you're going in terms of New Jersey or New, uh, New York uh, alternates. Yeah. And then there's the Devils third jersey, which is just the Devils in cursive. Oh yeah, right. it's a, it's a no, it's Jersey, Jersey. Jersey and cursive. Jersey and cursive. That's stupid. Yeah, so they just have in cursive the thing that they're wearing. Yeah, who are Flyers fans to talk? Just just invert some colors and call it yeah, a Jersey. And Flyers fans are like, oh, a little bit. I'll eat that shit up. <laughs> just bring back the '90s black jerseys. That's all I care about. I don't know why they won't. Unless so, they're apparently there's going to be can reminisce on a time when the team was actually competitive. Apparently. I think the – I don't want to – maybe I'm wrong here. No, it's the Phillies where the jerseys are changing. Never mind. It's not no, the there was a rumor that the Flyers were going to change their jerseys next year, I think. Uh, so what I read was that, like, the Phillies are – the MLB is changing jersey providers to, like, Nike or something. And no. they want to give everybody, like, a – like, you know how the Sixers have that, like, city jersey? Yes, yeah, city They're going to – yeah, they're going to do that for all the MLB teams, too. That's pretty and cool. they were talking about how like the Phillies already have like five jerseys, which is the max allowed. So they're going to have to drop one to get these City Connect jerseys if that becomes a thing. And there was like a huge article about it because they're like, which one do they get rid of? The cream jerseys they wear over day games or the throwbacks they wear on Sunday or red ones at the end of a road trip game? It was like weird. It's like weird stipulations for the one jersey. And I was like, clearly that one. <laughs> the Burg the all burgundy like jumpsuit ones were like the best ones that I remember them having. 
Yeah, it's like there was one jersey that they it's like the last game of a road trip or something that they play and they like they wear this color jersey and I was like that seems like the easiest one to get rid of if you had to get rid of one. Or just get rid of their stupid gray ones and make the cream ones the home jerseys and then you're good. Yeah, look up the the all burgundy ones. It comes with like a zip-up jacket. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, these are killer. Yeah, with the big P on it. Yeah, yeah these are good. Yeah. Nice throwback to the 80s. Yeah, like those jerseys are awesome. The freaking uh, the powder blue is really good. Yeah, I think Probably the powder like blues too. are the, the day games. Yeah. Sunday day games. City Connect jersey. Let's see. Oh, is this like a... Is this a concept, or is this what it's going to be? I don't know. Let's see. Philly's, Nike, Philly's City Connect jersey is inspired by Betsy Ross. It's posted on Reddit, so you know it's probably true. <laughs> the hat is terrible. I kind of like the hat. I don't know. I don't like... I it's get just, like the stars. This kind of reminds me too much of the Sixers a little bit, actually. Yeah, it's very Sixers vibe, but at the same time, like the teams have the same colors, for the most part. Yeah. Especially huh. now, they used to just be like the the black and gold back in the 2000s. This was posted eight months ago, though, and I feel like the Phillies still don't have, um, City Connect jerseys. So I'm gonna go with this as a fan mock-up. Yeah, probably. But here we are. Nike's New Jersey rule. Here's the article I was reading. Nike's New Jersey rule will almost certainly affect the Phillies. I think they get rid of these red ones. Uh, those those aren't my favorite, so. Yeah. But uh, speaking of that, Flyers do a City Connect jersey. Is it just Grady climbing the Comcast Tower? <laughs> <laughs> it's just Gritty's face because that's all the, the fucking ownership cares about anymore. <laughs> Gritty was, uh, he was posting all of his stuff at the All-Star game. And I was just like, they really put a lot of money into this production. I wonder if Shawnee Hill feels vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, if you didn't know, that's an old interview that we did with Shawnee Hill where he was like, yeah, I pitched a lot of what they're doing with Gritty now, and I got a lot of pushback at first. <laughs> it started working, so they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe this guy knew what he was doing. Uh, now he lives in Canada with his wife. Yeah, good guy, good guy. Yep, took Drew's dream job and turned yeah, it into was... a dream job. Yeah. Dancing fat guy, who then got Dancing in shape. Dancing fat guy turned to Flyers employee. Drew will never be the same. No, but Drew's doing uh, Uncle Larry's Chuckle Bunker Thursdays <laughs> and Fridays. Go see him. Uh, tickets are free, I guess. I don't really know. <laughs> it's, uh, so. Yeah, Drew's down at the Laugh Shack. <laughs> You ever have diarrhea so bad? <laughs> there I am in the restaurant. All my clothes are off. Pants over the door. Just <laughs> pooping away. I love how all of your impressions of Drew's stand-up bits just go back to him pooping. Well, I don't want to burn off his real material. Because if everybody <laughs> who listens to this goes and sees the shows, they'll be like, that's not fun. It was funnier when Jeff did it. Oh, my God. I hope he hears you say that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to this no he probably doesn't but still yeah he'd be so mad <laughs> you know it i know it the five people listening to this know it oh well so everybody just has to tweet at him and be like your jokes are funnier when they're not told by you <laughs> <laughs> oh, your jokes were better when somebody else said them yeah, he's fucking Drew. Tanked everything. And then you just have you have Dr. Mike's brothers just going in on him at the bar last night. <laughs> he's like, "You are you kidding me? I made it 7 years talking to this asshole for every week without killing myself? I deserve a medal." <laughs> and I'm like, "I am not that bad." And 
he just looked at Sarah, and Sarah's like, I, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> All right. We petered out. Yeah, we just had... We got 49 look, solid minutes out of us. Yeah. Look forward to uh, what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm going to go... Hopefully, hopefully it's a turnaround and things start to look up somehow. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I'm the cap's go. only going up a million after this year, and then maybe like four or five million the next year, so... I'm just going to go eat my breakfast sandwich and try not to be hungover. Yeah, I'm going to just drink a bunch of coffee and but, eat uh, some food. We're never the the NHL salary cap is never going to go up. It's going to stay stagnant forever. And yeah, then, so what do you yeah, what do you think the NHL does when the MLS surpasses it as far as uh the pecking order of uh, popular sports in this country? We won't have to wonder cuz it's probably going to happen this year. Once it happens, we are fully turning into a union podcast. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We just got to figure out what M&P could be for the union. You just leave his meat and potatoes. Match and pitch. Match and pitch. Match and pitch. That doesn't even make sense, but okay. Matches on the pitch. Match on the pitch. The match and pitch podcast with the pitching of the matches. <laughs> Soccer's an interesting sport. The ball's round. <laughs> How do you think they came up with that? Can't use your hands. <laughs> but the goalie can. What a conundrum. <laughs> there is no stoppage of the clock. And then offsides is weird. It's not like hockey. That's crazy. Why did they set up the rule like that? Call in, <laughs> like, and subscribe. Yeah, how come soccer offsides is so much clearer to decipher than hockey offsides? I feel like soccer offsides is way more confusing until you figure out how they call it. Yeah, well, they have, like, the whole, like, computer system now that shows you all the body parts that were offsides, <laughs> which yeah. we've been begging for the NHL to well, do. Well, to be fair, the NHL put a, a, a T-Mobile like, flip fucking, home camera yeah, into the boards. In the, in the boards. <laughs> so you can watch it on, on grainy, uh, grainy 480p. Yeah, <laughs> you can watch it at, like, the, at the 7-Eleven down the corner. Uh, they're just the fucking worst. The NHL yeah. just can't get out of their own way. So wait, speaking of MLS, is it confirmed that Lionel Messi will be playing the MLS this year? Wait, is he? I thought he retired. Well, there was rumors that he was going to be playing at Inter-Miami. Oh, shit. Oh, no, this is from November 27th. Uh, November 27th, it says Inter-Miami close to MLS deal with Messi. Then there's an article from December 21st. Uh, MLS move may be on hold. Lionel um, Messi's potential move to Inter-Miami dominated headlines. Never confirmed, but after his stunning World Cup victory, Inter-Miami hopes of bringing him to MLS might be on the back burner for a while. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, apparently uh, Ronaldo was, they were trying to get him to come to the MLS too. How much of a bummer is that? You think you're going to sign Messi, then he wins the World Cup, and it's like, yeah, you know what? On second thought, go fuck yourself. Yeah, second thought, I'm still the best player in the world, so I, I don't need rule. to join your dumb little league. No. Like, uh, who was, who's the dude that uh, he, they played against the Union in the final? And he, was it Gareth Bale? Oh, yeah, I think he retired, right? Yeah, he came over in his swan song and then just casually scores the game-winning goal in, like, the 134th minute. And then it's yeah. just like, peace, I'm out of here. <laughs> Yeah, then you had Cristiano Ronaldo, who was potentially trying to join the MLS and instead took a ridiculous contract in Saudi Arabia where they had to change the laws because him and his partner aren't married. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that. I knew that he got a shit ton of money. Yeah, they literally changed the laws because him and his partner aren't married. So they were like, Saudi Arabia, dude, change the laws because Cristiano Ronaldo and his partner are not married. Yeah, I know that he made crazy money. I did not realize that he they had to literally change. <laughs> uh, that's cool, though. I mean, why not? You know, he, like, did everything else. So he might as well just go get more money now. You'd be stupid yeah. not to take it. I know that it's, like, blood money and everybody was probably upset based off oh, of everybody being angry at Saudi Arabia for everything. In the re <laughs> the reaction to the Qatar World Cup. Oh my God! Yeah, still makes zero sense that that happened. 
It makes perfect sense if you saw all the money that the FIFA officials got paid to. Well, yeah. Broke up in Seth Blatter himself. They paid them a ton of money to get it there, and then they paid him a ton of money to move it to the winner because they would have all died. Yeah, because the, they're playing in the literal desert. <laughs> they would have all died if they played summer World Cup <laughs> games. I just love now too that like all of a sudden after that happened, you see all these like ads and commercials to like travel to Qatar. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> Qatar promotes equality. You're like, do you though? Yeah, yeah, you sure about that one? As long as you're a dude. Yeah. As long as you're a dude. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. Our Dr. Mike's brother was there for the military. Oh, and yeah. He was he like, told me some it's stories, like the most yeah. boring. It was the most boring year of my life. You can't <laughs> drink. You're not allowed to like, you're not allowed to. I think all they could do was like smoke. And even that was like, we, we, we really don't want you to do that. <laughs> but you just end up ripping through packs of Marlboro Reds because you can't do anything. All you have is coffee and cigarettes. <laughs> uh, sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, Not he's... jealous of that at all. No. I mean, he got paid the entire time he was there, so quit your bitching. Yeah. Do you have uh, – well, I guess we could do this now because this will be airing at the beginning of the Super Bowl week. Jeff, do you have any – predictions as far as how the eagles and uh kansas city chiefs end up in the uh overplayed story narrative of the kelsey bowl well leading up to the 49ers game <laughs> drew told me i wasn't allowed to wasn't oh allowed God. to root for the eagles because <laughs> he would just be like oh i think they really i think they're gonna do it against the 49ers and i'm like Brock Purdy is going to drag his balls all over the Eagles' defense. <laughs> and every time he would say something, I'd just be like, Debo Samuel is so much better. <laughs> and then Brock Purdy got hurt, and Drew's like, fuck you. And I was like, he's just biding his time for a second-half Tom Brady-esque comeback. So once they won, he's like, you can't cheer for them. And I'm like, I'll do whatever the hell I want. Go, Birds! <laughs> I can't believe he hasn't caught on to your shtick at this point. Yeah, I don't know. It was like very apparent what I was doing. Like Mike was, or uh, Doctor Mike was like, "Yeah, I pretty much knew what you were doing. You do it to me with the Broncos all the time." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, it's like, who's your favorite team? Well, whoever's beating the Broncos, right, Mike? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid, but so funny. Yeah. So I guess, what, I guess what it comes down to, my prediction is, if Patrick Mahomes has truly has this high ankle sprain, uh, and it's like bad, um, then I feel like that's going to limit his mobility, and uh, the announcers will only be able to cream over him doing shovel passes maybe once or twice a game instead of the usual four or five, and the Eagles take it by two. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. <laughs> Not two points. No, two touchdowns. 14 points. I'm definitely a little nervous about this game um, just because I feel like the Eagles defense hasn't really played a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes all season. Right. But so, if that high ankle sprain is – like, they don't heal quickly. We know that from hockey. Yeah, we know so that like, from hockey and my personal experience. If they're loading him up with cortisone – cortisol? The shots. Cortisone. Cortisone. Uh, then maybe. But, like, also, is he going to be, like, taking the risks he normally would – knowing that, like, this is going on. Yeah. But uh, apparently Jalen, Jalen Hurts is still hurt, too, because they were still talking about his shoulder. Yeah, and, so that was the other thing I was about to say, too, is, like, how healthy is Jalen Hurts? And, you know, same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Maybe the two weeks give them both time to heal up, and we won't hear the same thing that we've heard all week about from 49ers fans whining about that they didn't have a quarterback and, you know, this game wasn't shouldn't count, basically. <laughs> They were like a, a, it was Hassan Reddick, right? Who knocked, who broke, like ripped Purdy's UCL apart. Yeah. 49ers fans were like, oh, it's classless that he did not issue an apology. And they're like, maybe if your offensive line was better, he wouldn't have been able to get to him so easy. Yeah. Maybe if your stupid, dumb coach wouldn't send out a tight end to block, like, one of the most ridiculous pass rushers in the NFL today instead of a, a full NFL offensive lineman, that play wouldn't have happened. Yeah, and then they were like, the refs were on the Eagles side. They didn't even, that wasn't a catch by Devonta Smith. And the replies were like, he literally jumped up, ran back to the huddle, and was like, we have to snap the ball. It's going to get challenged. Yeah, exactly. 
and then the 49ers just didn't do anything and then that yeah. was it and then they were like oh no that's not a catch <laughs> like you Whoops, saw him sorry. You, you saw him pop up and he's like oh come on let's go now like, yeah yeah <laughs> and if your second year wide receiver is doing that it's very clear that something's not right so kyle shanahan should have done a little less thinking about how great he is and a little more game management yeah, exactly. I think that there's a lot of uh, anger towards the Eagles fans from the Niners fans when they really need to be angry at their coach for coughing that one up. Well, this, well, I don't remember all of them, but there was like a timeline of like Kyle Shanahan's big time meltdowns. <laughs> and they're yeah, not the great. biggest one, the <laughs> biggest one being a Super Bowl against Tom Brady, where yeah. he was the offensive coordinator. It's uh, so yeah, he's just not like everybody's lauding him as this like wonder boy. Like that dude from the Rams, McDermott. Everybody gives him like, oh my God, this is the greatest guy ever. <laughs> well, he won a Super Bowl, so I guess he can. Yeah, but that Rams lineup, they literally they literally like spent astronomical amounts of money and then fell apart the next year. Well, they did trade. Yeah, they traded for, uh, well, they made the Super Bowl, lost to Tom Brady. They were like good. They lost to the, uh, the, the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they were good too. And then they were kind of like teetering on the brink, but then they traded for like Von Miller. They traded for Jalen Ramsey. They traded for Khalil Mack and already had Aaron Donald. So they had like a really good defense going into last year and, and got Matt Stafford, who's like an okay quarterback, but now is going to get a better degree of review now that he's won a Super Bowl. For sure. And the only person who lost in all of this, Jared Goff. Yeah. Jared Goff, living the life in L.A., and then they're like, ah, oh, bad news, you're traded to Detroit. See yeah. you later. He's like, it's so cold there. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be there. Uh, Speaking so, of, going back to the things that we were talking about, the NFL being rigged earlier, too. Oh, yes. Uh, how funny were those replies where it was like the it was like the Lions reading their their NFL scripts since 1960, and it's just like somebody just like screaming and losing their mind. It was the my favorite was a uh, like it was uh, Aaron Hernandez getting the script for her 2013. <laughs> yeah, and they just start playing the freaking <laughs> Chris Benoit walkout song, <laughs> and it's just like Elmo like looking up into the screen. Yeah, so that one was really good. I really like the Tom Brady one that I sent you. Whereas, like, Tom Brady gets his NFL script after being drafted. And it was the Shannon Sharp one. Yeah, I got to get that sound clip. <laughs> so good. It's on my list. It's on my list of things to grab. But, yeah, he's, like, drinking his Mountain Dew. And he's like, ooh. ooh. Yeah, he's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, wait, do you, what's what's your score prediction? For the uh, the. The Super big game. Bowl, I'm gonna can't, go. Can't say Super Bowl when you're a media podcast that reaches uh, tens of people. Tens of people. The big game. <laughs> I know. Did you ever see like the gambling ads? Like they don't mention any of the players on the team. They don't say the team name. They're like the team from Philadelphia is playing the team in Kansas City this week. Uh, that makes sense with how stupid the NFL's rules are about not using the term Super Bowl. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. The big game, because um, they, like, copyrighted it and can only use it themselves. So I'm going to go 27, or, yeah, 27-24 Eagles. Oh, you're a nail-biter. I'm trying to avoid the nail-biter aspect of it. Oh, I don't want it to be a nail-biter. I want it to be, like, every other playoff game has been for the Eagles so far, but I just think this one's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. I think that... uh. The Andy Reid Nick Sirianni matchup is good. The Kelsey brothers is good. Hurts versus Mahomes. There are a lot of stories going on here. Yeah. If they didn't script it, they got super lucky. <laughs> just just in time for another parade. I think Jim Kenny was on record saying, "I'm on my way out. I'll spend whatever money I whatever yeah, money I'll you spend want me whatever, to spend. I'll spend whatever they want." Yeah. That's that's <laughs> I don't think it'll be as bad as before because they've been there once, but I think it'll still be pretty wild. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just gonna I just know how I am watching 
playoff football and just live and die by like every play. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to just FaceTime with Drew so I can give him live updates. <laughs> just keep calling him even when he's like not answering. Oh, you see that Mahomes play? They'll leave him messages. Yeah, <laughs> you have forty seven. <laughs> you have forty seven <laughs> voicemails. <laughs> Drew, he dropped it because he stinks. <laughs> Upon further review, it's a catch. Drew, he caught it because he's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so that's it. Eagles win the Super Bowl either handily or in a nail-biter. Yeah. And uh, Andy Reid retires to go drink coffee in Mormon land or whatever he does. It opens up his own chickies and Pete's. It is. I haven't seen – I appreciate this. I haven't seen a lot of Patrick Mahomes' wife and brother – Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Remember when they were, they're like, plastered annoying. everywhere? Yeah, they're the worst people in the world. The, yeah. <laughs> at the one playoff game, and it was last year, she was just, like, spraying champagne on people in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what the fuck, lady? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a loss for the Chiefs is a loss for them, too. So I'm the Eagles better pull it out. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, that's all I really hope for. That's all I care about at this point. All right, well, with that, go Birds. Go Birds. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Like and subscribe. If you haven't already. Rate, please. We are um, on all major podcasting platforms. Yeah, our, our Twitter handle. I mean, what is our Twitter handle, Jeff? M&P Pod. M&P. A-N-D-P. Yeah, M&P Pod. Or the Man D Pod, I realized. Looking at it. <laughs> Mand, so, the Mand P pod. Yeah, the Man D pod. So, you know, that's an easy way to remember it. It was the uh, M&P podcast half hour Flyers podcast extravaganza. It was too long. It was past the character limit. Um, and we routinely go over half an hour. So I took out the half hour part of it. So we're now just a M&P podcast, a Flyers podcast extravaganza. Yeah, we should just start setting off an alarm. And a half hour and be like, all right, we got to end. Do, 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 do. See you next week. <laughs> Hold on. Like uh, this one? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, up. Oh, that's it. That's our time. All right. Gotta that's get my this. time. We'll talk to you next week. You can follow us at the end of the Yeah. Got to get this sound clip, too. And then uh, I will also get this one. As we wrap up another episode of the Ebon Peapod. Go Birds! And just remember, the Flyers probably won't get Connor Bedard, but that doesn't mean you should suck. No chance, so that's what you got. <laughs> Whoop against a machine too strong. Pretty politicians buying souls for run song puppets. This has been another episode of the M&P Podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Well, see you later.